Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got all the news from across the region that you need to know from the KMOX News team in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Thursday, October 5th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story is a developing one. A crash involving a MoDOT truck caused major delays and concern on 370 and 94 this afternoon. Let's check in with KMOX's Roger Brand for the latest. Yeah, you're right, Michael. That occurred uh, right around 145 uh, this afternoon when that crash occurred. The When MoDOT responded for that three-vehicle crash, it was in the two left lanes. But once the MoDOT truck was struck, then they had a hazmat situation with a fuel spill and everything had to be shut down. And they had it shut down westbound on 370 at 94 till just about 15 minutes ago so it was closed for three hours it's open now but westbound 370 is still jammed from the mills headed out across the discovery bridge roger brand kmox news as members fail to obtain information from the city justice center the detention facilities oversight board has penned a letter to a higher authority kmox has obtained a copy of a letter sent earlier this week by the board's chairperson reverend daryl gray to missouri state auditor scott fitzpatrick in the letter the oversight board is requesting the auditor a assist the board in investigating how neglect and mismanagement may have resulted in 10 detainee deaths in two years. The letter also includes two pages listing various documents the Oversight Board has not been able to access pertaining to detainee health care, vendor invoices, staffing, and more. This isn't the first letter regarding the troubled City Justice Center received by Auditor Fitzpatrick. In September, State Senator Steve Roberts sent a letter asking him to look into the troubles at the jail. A statement from the Auditor regarding State Senator Roberts' letter says the issues raised are extremely concerning and warrant intense scrutiny. KMOX has reached out to both Reverend Daryl Gray and Auditor Fitzpatrick for comment on this letter. Sean Malone, KMOX News. The City of St. Louis Board of Estimate and Apportionment has approved $2 million to establish a Chief Medical Officer position and 10 support staff positions. It's at the request of Mayor Jones aimed to fortify health care at the CJC. A recent detainee death at the CJC marked the third in six weeks. Alderman Rasheen Aldrich recently called for the CJC to get a new commissioner. He compares the situation the jail is in now to one St. Louis County found itself in not long ago. St. Louis County had this situation. It took them a while to get it where they let go several commissioners so they got it right. Um, not saying that they are perfect, but they're not having the same situations that we're having. Alderman Aldrich is the first alderman to publicly call for a new commissioner while he says others on the board have discussed changes in leadership. One of the biggest gatherings of Democrats this year is currently underway in St. Louis. It's the 2023 DNC Fall Meeting. Last night's Truman Dinner was a sellout. Today and tomorrow are full days at the Marriott Grand Hotel downtown with different groups and caucuses from seniors to LGBTQA to veterans to rural interests holding forth. Border Balderman President Megan Green's expected to speak at the Poverty Caucus tomorrow, but the big draw will be an appearance Friday night by Vice President Kamala Harris. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. October is the biggest month ever for Southwest Airlines in St. Louis. More flights to more destinations. And Lambert Director Rhonda Hamdabrigi tells KMOX she expects the March update to set another local record. I think it's it's critical to know that, you know, part of everything that we're doing is to just grow these partnerships both with the local market, 
but certainly also with that connecting market with Southwest, which has been such a critical piece of their expansion here. Honda Briggy also points out Air Canada's addition of Montreal to its existing service to Toronto. She notes Air Canada and Lufthansa, which flies from here to Frankfurt, Germany, are in the same alliance and share frequent flyers. U.S. Army officials have identified two soldiers killed when their large transport vehicle crashed while headed to a training area in interior Alaska. 22-year-old Brian Joshua Snowden joined the Army in July 2020, trained at Fort Moore. Snowden, a Lonedale, Missouri native, arrived for duty in Alaska in March 2021. Annexation may mean more taxation for 6,500 residents just outside Manchester who vote next month to stay in or leave unincorporated St. Louis County. County Executive Sam Page is campaigning against the idea. What I've been hearing from residents in the area in the proposed annexation areas are concerned mainly that their taxes are going to go up significantly. Mayor Mike Clement says those in the annex zone. In Manchester, we pay $6 a, a month for, for trash. In, in the unincorporated area, they pay anywhere from 18 to as much as $30 a month. So property taxes will go up a smidge. If approved by voters November 7th, Manchester would grow to about the size of Webster Groves or Kirkwood. Metropolitan Sewer District Project Clears removed 85% of overflow points which dumped wastewater into waterways. Brian Holscher, MSD CEO, says they've reached this ahead of schedule. There was a major milestone to have 85% of the sanitary sewer overflows completed by the end of this calendar year. And we just recently completed about three months ahead of schedule. The goal is to move, remove the remaining wastewater overflow points by 2033. As we continue on KMOX, check your receipt if you're buying recreational marijuana from a dispensary in Missouri. You could be getting double taxed. Here to explain is Jack Cardetti of Mo Can Trade. Thanks for taking our call, Jack. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. So uh, this uh, the, the recreational marijuana program passed in November. It allowed local jurisdictions to add their own taxes on top of the state tax. Uh, many of those elections uh, were in April, a few in August. And those taxes began on October 1st. But what's the concern? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, we're glad to see communities all across Missouri, you know, really embracing having dispensaries and, and marijuana facilities in their, uh, in their locations. You know, right now, 17,000 Missourians work directly in the cannabis industry. So we're great to have them. Um, you know, we're, we're glad to have them, see them just embracing this industry and, and, and the access. Now, what is concerning is when voters went to the polls last November, uh, they, when they voted to legalize cannabis and expunge past nonviolent uh, records, um, what they knew is that they would pay an extra 6% tax on the sale of adult use marijuana that would go to the state. It's going for such things as expunging uh, past marijuana records. It'll go to veterans' health care. But now, also for the first time, it allowed a local government to add their own 3% tax uh, onto the sale of adult-use cannabis. None of this applies to medical marijuana sales uh, if the voters of that jurisdiction uh, put that into place. So it can be up to 3%. So many cities across the entire state did just that. They did so constitutionally. That's exactly how the law works. Unfortunately, what we also saw is several counties engage in what can only be described as a money grab because the Constitution is really clear. is for these sales that are taking place within a city limit, it's the local city or municipality that's able to charge that 3% tax. The counties are able to charge the 3% tax uh, if the voter approved in areas that are unincorporated. And it says that right there in the Constitution. Unfortunately, 
some of the counties are attempting and actually started to on October 1st, charging an extra 3% tax on top of the municipal 3% tax. Uh, and that's quite frankly not allowed by the Constitution. So what you're saying is that, for instance, if uh, St. Louis County or St. Charles County wanted to do a tax, uh, they would have to make it only apply to the unincorporated areas so that it's not 3% from the county, but also 3% from Creve Corps or Lake St. Louis or whatever the municipality might be. Absolutely. What the Missouri Constitution says when it comes to adult use cannabis taxes is that it's an either or. You're going to pay a city 3% tax if, you, if that sale happens within city limits. You're going to pay a county 3% tax if it takes place within unincorporated areas. Unfortunately, some of the counties have just disregarded that part of the Constitution and are trying to make the tax apply to both city and county. And so what do you, uh, what do you expect to happen? Are there any legal challenges uh, on, the, on the horizon to this? Yeah, so because these taxes just took effect on our, our October 1st, nothing's happened until then. But now, uh, Mocan Trade, the marijuana industry here in Missouri, and our partners, we do expect in the coming days to file litigation uh, to, to, to knock this 3% county tax down that, that's been done unconstitutionally. You know, when Missourians went to the polls, they were told one thing, what we can't have happen is counties go out and do something completely different. Because at the end of the day, it's the marijuana customers in, the, in, in Missouri that would be paying that extra 3% tax. And what we've seen from states far and wide, be it California or others, is that when mar- legal marijuana prices are too high, when marijuana taxes are too high, people, don't, uh, people continue uh, to purchase on the illicit market and only fuels the illicit market. And so the entire reason to have marijuana legalization is to make sure people can access it in a legal, safe, compliant way. Um, when you put taxes that are too high on marijuana, uh, people don't do that. They continue to purchase off the illicit market. And so that's really what, what the impact of the counties doing this will be. And that's quite frankly why it needs to be stopped. Has basically everybody um, you know, that, that you could name off the top of your head in the St. Louis region, uh, have they all passed uh, these kinds of local taxes from the city to the county to St. Charles County um, and the major municipalities? Or are there, are there still a lot of places that haven't? No, it really has. Most of the cities and counties have, at this point, passed one. Uh, there are a few mis- municipalities where it failed, very few. And there are also a few municipalities and counties that just haven't put that on the ballot yet. They may do so in the future. Is this expected to be a, uh, a significant boost for these jurisdictions' uh, bottom lines? Could that be part of, the, especially St. Louis County, facing a bit, bit of a budget crunch? Uh, could this have a meaningful impact on the revenue? Yeah, so we estimate that uh, every city uh, that has a dispensary in their jurisdiction will get about $150,000 per year per dispensary from these 3% taxes. So that certainly is a good thing. It's a reason uh, to vote for Amendment 3, but what was never complicated and contemplated and what is a part of the Constitution is that double stacking of those 3% taxes. We have an interesting situation that we just covered this morning on KMOX about the city of Manchester, which has no dispensaries. They have passed a tax, uh, but they'd like to annex a part of unincorporated St. Louis County, which does have multiple dispensaries. And so this this just complicates it even further. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So the way the law should work there is now those are in unincorporated areas. 
those taxes should be going to the county uh, if they were in an incorporated area or they become incorporated at some point that those taxes should go to the city. And there's a good public policy reason for that, Michael. If you are a dispensary and you're in a municipality and you pick up the phone and call the police in the fire, you're calling the police department or the city fire department or if the city's the one coming out and plowing snow off your road. If you are in an unincorporated area uh, in a lot of these counties, if you pick up the phone, you're calling the sheriff's office, right? You're calling county fire department. You're uh, having the county come and do your road. So really what this was organized to do is make sure that the appropriate government agency, local government agency, that's providing the bulk of those services to these small businesses are the ones that are getting access to that, uh, that local tax. Well, as you just heard, legal action is forthcoming on this issue. And uh, so we'll have to check back in uh, with you, Jack, to get the latest uh, as this proceeds. That sounds great. Appreciate you calling today. Jack Cardetti from Mocan Trade. Thank you for being with us on KMOX. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe. Just search for the St. Louis All Local on the Odyssey or your favorite podcast app.